Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. On this broadcast, Shaladio teaches God's Word on soul ties and other relationship issues affecting the believer. Listen and be blessed. Hello, good morning. You're welcome to day 27 of our series on prayer and fasting. Um, Today we are going to continue with our segment on Bible examples of fasting. We're just um, looking through a few examples in the Bible where people fasted and the sort of results, you know, that they obtained in prayer and fasting. Yesterday we looked at um, the story of Ahab. I mean, one of the most undeserving uh, kings of his time. And we saw that just by going before God to humble himself and to fast and to pray and repent, um, he was able to um, secure certain changes and a certain reprieve uh, from the Almighty God. So it's very important that we humble ourselves in prayer fasting. Uh, you can get uh, more details uh, from day 26 uh, on YouTube. So today is um, day 17 of the 21-day fast. So uh, four more days to go in the 20, or let's say 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Five more days to go in the 21-day fast. The prayer point is this. Lord, I receive divine direction from you to help me navigate through this year successfully with your blessings and protection in jesus name the scripture for that is in ezra chapter 8 verse 21 it says then i proclaimed a fast there at the river of ahava that we might afflict ourselves before our god to seek of him a right way for us and for our little ones and for all our substance so we see here that he had a project and that project was to go to jerusalem with families and with substance as in gold and silver and vessels you know for the house of god and um if i mean there was there were definitely risks uh, attached to what he wanted to do so he decided to proclaim a fast so that there will be divine direction and divine protection so you need divine direction you need divine protection to help navigate through this year successfully we all need it with blessings and protection in jesus name amen um we've been dealing with uh, uh we've been looking at going through this series in segments so five day segments prophetic utterances require f- fight of faith that was the first segment and the second segment was your personal call to prayer and fasting and then the third st- segment was praying in tongues day 11 to 15 very powerful then the fourth segment was the god appointed fast and then the fifth segment was the word factor and then we are currently on uh, this segment titled Bible Examples of Fasting. Now, the next fast I'm going to look at is what I call, you know, the Ezra. we we'll call it the Ezra Fast. The Ezra Fast. So, we're just calling the fast, you know, by the names of you know, the circumstances or the location in the Bible where those fasts occurred. You know, just to help our understanding and make it simple. It is not a doctrine. It is not uh, something that 
uh, we're saying that must be enforced or anything. Fasting and prayer is actually voluntary. Voluntary in the sense that you choose to fast. Nobody, um, nobody forces you to fast. Even when it is proclaimed, you choose to follow the fast. Now, the Ezra fast is about seeking the assistance and the help of God against the fear of the unknown and hazards of the future. Ezra had reasons to fear that he could be waylaid by arm robbers while carrying a huge stash of precious jewels to Jerusalem. So let's look at Ezra chapter 8 verses 21 to 23. This was Ezra speaking. Then I proclaimed a fast there at the river of Ahava that we might afflict ourselves before our God. So you see, afflict there actually also means humble ourselves. So in a fast, you are humbling yourself before God. You are, you know, submitting before God. And he was doing this for a purpose. And what was the purpose? The purpose was that to seek of God a right way for us. So that means divine direction and also divine protection. And for our little ones, and for all our substance. And verse, eight, verse 22. For I was ashamed to require of the king a band of soldiers and horsemen. Now what would they need horsemen and soldiers for? To help us against the enemy in the way. Because we had spoken unto the king saying, The hand of our God is upon all them for good that seek him. But his power and his wrath is against all them that forsake him. So we fasted and besought our God for this, and he was entreated of us. So we see here that he he saw that there was a risk in the journey that he was about to undertake. And seriously, there was a huge probability that they could be waylaid by armed robbers and killed. Now, this was not... um, in these modern days where you know we have a lot of police military stuff and you know military hardware military protection and well so to speak a lot of order these were days where they could just kill you for fun and nobody will ever get to hear about it forever and ever so these were not orderly days at all these were not days where people go missing and they will now go on tv and say so and so and so person is missing help us look for him and the whole country will be looking for the person these were not such days at all these were days where uh, somebody got raped uh, one of uh, jacob's daughter got raped and guess what the brothers went into a whole village and wiped out an entire village for that crime i'm not lessening the crime of rape and i'm not saying that those guys were not deserving of what happened but it was one man that committed that crime and his entire village got wiped out so i'm talking of those sort of times where somebody can just come into your village and wipe out your entire village and nothing is going to happen so those were the sort of days i'm talking about so i mean they were not as easy stuff as today i mean if you are carrying bullion today you're going to have soldiers all sorts of armor tanks you know helping you to carry the bullion from bank to bank but these guys i mean soldiers even there's no guarantee self that the king soldiers and horsemen would help them because if you look at it those ones too could have turned against them to kill them and steal the gold or they could even run into a stronger band of soldiers or a stronger band of armed robbers who will kill all of them and wipe them out so really it was a huge task and a great risk 
But Ezra did the right thing. He fasted and besought God for to seek of him the right way for them to take. So, verse 30, So took the priests and the Levites the weight of the silver and the gold and the vessels to bring them unto Jerusalem, unto the house of our God. Then we departed from the river of Ahava on the twelfth day of the first month to go unto Jerusalem, and the hand of our God was upon us. Now, that was because they had fasted and they had Ask God for divine direction and divine protection. And he delivered us from the hand of the enemy and of such as lay in wait by the way. So you see that it was a huge risk. And we came to Jerusalem and abode there three days. And now on the fourth day was the silver and the gold and the vessels way. So everything got to Jerusalem intact. Everybody got to Jerusalem intact. So by this I declare that in the name of Jesus every single one of us plus all our immediate and extended families who started this year will arrive at the end of this year intact in the name of jesus christ amen and there shall be no loss of substance no loss of lives as we travel from the beginning of this year to the end of this year in the name of jesus christ amen so you see uh, so we, we want to translate this also you know uh, give it a, a very strong uh, New Testament perspective, a New Testament context. Now, if you go to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, it says that, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So you see, truly and truly, your blessings have been secured in heavenly places god has already blessed us with every blessing that we're going to need and those blessings reside in heavenly places but if they only reside in heavenly places they were they are not of use to us until we pull them down into the earth using our faith our faith is the currency with which we transmit spiritual blessings or translate or convert spiritual blessings into physical manifestations so the blessings are there but our faith will draw those blessings out into physical manifestations on the earth but as far as the spirit realm is concerned those blessings already belong to us there's no controversy about that now in ezra the amrob were a type of the unknown demonic entities seeking to introduce satanic interference into your pursuits and abort the expected outcome of your pursuits so it means that as the only way the only place where satan is lying in wait and is causing an obstruction is when you are in the process of drawing out your spiritual blessings or translating your spiritual blessings into earthly manifestations and you also find that in the book of daniel that i mean we'll, we'll get to the daniel fast uh, uh as well but let's stay on the ezra fast for now so we see here that ezra knew that look there i mean he needed to translate those that wealth from where he was uh to a place called jerusalem but he knew that there were unknown entities who would be seeking you know to abort that expected outcome so he decided to declare a fast and to pray so for us believers the ezra fast 
is actually a prayer for divine protection. It is a time for us to pray in tongues extensively, asking God for divine direction. It is a time for us to declare scriptures about our destination. It is a time for us to declare scriptures about our divine protection. It is a time for us to plead the blood of Jesus over our steps and pursuits in question. So it is very important. If you have something that is daunting, if you have a huge task ahead of you, take time off to fast and pray and to declare scriptures and to you know especially if you have a fear if there's any niggling fear that you have in your heart about something that you're about to do deal with that fear as you fast and pray and declare scriptures over it declare divine protection over it don't let things just slip by if you have a fear if you have a concern deal with it don't just let it slip by i mean there are two ways in which wrong ways in which you can deal with it one wrong way is that you are allow it to actually depress you which is wrong and you allow the spirit of fear to come upon you another wrong way is to also take it for granted and do nothing about it but you need to do something about it which is you need to confront it with scriptures and declare scriptures and deal with it so i mean so really if you look at it if you want to move homes i mean these are just suggestions you should do the i mean you could do the ezra fast because i mean you need to move to the right place if you want to change jobs or contracts you need to do the ezra fast and make sure that you are receiving direction to change to the right place if you want to marry you should do the Ezra fast because you, I mean, this is a journey that you are going to take for the rest of your life. You cannot just troll into it anyhow without because you don't know who this person is, you don't know what is ahead in the future, but God knows. So that's why you should i mean it's highly recommended that you you do this fast and declare divine and ask for divine direction if you want to change careers do the ezra fast if you want to go into a new year like we're doing do the ezra fast if your wife wants to deliver a baby shortly do the ezra fast if you are going for a surgery do the ezra fast if you want to change churches do the ezra fast and as you do this, you declare divine protection, you declare divine direction, you ask for divine direction from God, and you cover your steps with the word of God and with declarations from the scriptures, so that you are approaching it with confidence, you invoke angelic assistance, you invoke angelic intervention, angelic um, you evoke uh, angelic protection over your steps as you go ahead in life. These are scriptures that you can use. Uh, you can use for the purpose. Isaiah fifty four seventeen. You declare that no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rise against me in judgment thou shall condemn then deuteronomy 28 7 it says the lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face they shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways and then psalm 23 verse 4 it says yea though i walk through the valley of shadow of death i will fear no evil for thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me and acts 12 11 and when peter was come to himself that's after the church had prayed when he was arrested he said now i know of a surety that the lord has sent his angel and has delivered me out of the hand of herod and from all the expectation of the people of the jews there are people who are expecting you to fail and to fall this year to 2017 the lord has delivered all of us out of their expectations in the name of jesus christ amen so i'll see you guys tomorrow for day 28 have a great day and remain blessed. Bye.
welcome back to the second part of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. Listen and be blessed. Hello, uh, you're welcome to day number 28 of our series on uh, prayer and fasting. Uh, today we're still going to be continuing with our Bible examples of um, fasting. We're going to continue with our Bible examples of fasting. And today is day number 18 of the 21-day fast. And today's prayer point is, Lord, my eyes are upon you. Grant me wisdom and insight from your word to tackle situations I don't know how to respond to. And uh, the scripture for that is in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 12. It says, O our God, will thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company. We have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. So we see here that um, the children of Israel under the uh, kingship of Jehoshaphat were calling out unto God. And they said, For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. So if you are in a situation where you are experiencing opposition or resistance from a team or a company or an alliance that is greater than you, this is the prayer to pray. They says because we don't know what to do about these people and we have no might, military capability or strength to tackle this company. But he said, but our eyes are upon thee. And when our eyes are upon the Lord, he will grant us wisdom. He will grant us insight from his word to tackle those situations. Amen. So that's the prayer point for today. Um, we started our journey by first five days looking at... Um, the fact that uh, scriptures and prophetic utterances require a fight of faith. You don't just go and sit down expecting prophecies and scriptures to happen automatically. They are not automatic. They have to be activated. And um, the second segment, 6 to 10, was a personal call to prayer and fasting. The sort of movements you feel in your emotions and in your spirit that indicate that you are being called to a deeper level of prayer and fasting. And then our third segment had to do with praying in tongues. Uh, the role of praying in tongues in seasons of prayer is very powerful, very important. And it is not, um, I wouldn't say that it is compulsory to be able to pray in tongues. As in, you will make heaven if you don't pray in tongues, right? But the benefit of praying in tongues, you don't experience it if you don't pray in tongues. So that's the difference. So it's, I mean, it's just like... Uh, it's just like you have a car that has a Bluetooth player in it. Uh, it's not compulsory that you go in a car that has a Bluetooth player. But you do, if you have a car that doesn't have Bluetooth player and you go around in such a car, then you don't enjoy the benefits of going around in a car that has a Bluetooth player. So it's that simple. It's not compulsory. It's not by force. But you don't experience the benefits. And the benefits are great. Then the fourth segment we looked at was the God-appointed fast, the kind of fast that God approves and responds to. 
and uh, we took the bulk of this from Isaiah 58. You should have a look at these episodes. Then the word factor, that's the most important factor in our prayer and fasting. We looked at this in day 21 to 25. If you are on a fast and you don't go on the word, you only went on an expensive diet. You only went on an intensive diet. If you are fasting and praying and you are not on the word, you are doing it wrong. So you're going to see that in day 21 and 25. And then days 26 to 30, we're looking at the Bible examples of fasting. Today we are looking at the Jehoshaphat fast. Uh, and if you remember, last time I said that uh, when uh, we write this fast, name put names to this fast, it's not a doctrine, it's just a very um, easy way of helping us understand the reasons why those people fasted. So we are calling this Je the Jehoshaphat fast because of the reasons why Jehoshaphat fasted. So we want to examine why did he fast, how did he go about fasting, and how can that apply to us in the new covenant era now jehoshaphat fast is about seeking the assistance and the help of god against desperate situations and enemies that seem too powerful for us or that we are clueless about you see the bible says the kingdom of god is as if a man should cast seed into the ground you know and sleep and rise night and day and the seed springeth forth and it springs up and he knoweth not how. So you see, that's the way we're supposed to live our lives uh, normally, by putting the seed of God's word into our heart and watching the kingdom of God grow. So it's not um, um, it's not a get-rich-quick scheme. It's not um, a lottery scheme. That's not Christianity. Christianity is systematic. Syst uh, Christianity is progressive. You put the seed of the word into your heart and as you cultivate that seed it begins to spring forth in your heart and we begin to see a manifestation of the kingdom of god on the outside so nothing just you don't just do it suddenly you don't just crash into the things of god no you go in into it systematically and that is the system it is the kingdom of god system where you plant seeds and you watch those seeds grow and it takes time for any seed to grow into a plant. But then, having said this, there are also situations that will crop up in our lives which we don't necessarily uh, pray for, we don't necessarily um, expect them on a daily basis, but there are some things that could crop up as an emergency, as things you did not expect because we are not living in a perfect world. And you see, those situations can put people in a state of fear in a state of desper desperation and this is what this kind of fast is all about and we're going to we have quite a number of scriptures to run through today so we're going to uh start our journey right now uh second chronicles chapter 20 i'll start reading from verse 1 and it came to pass after these also that the children of moab and the children of ammon with them other beside the ammonites came against so the moab moabites the ammonites they came against jehoshaphat to battle and verse 2, then, then there came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on this side Syria. And behold, they be in Hazan and Toma, which is Engedi. And Jehoshaphat feared. Now you see, this is the first thing here. So a news came to them, and this news was credible, and it 
they had enough reasons to fear they feared to the point that they did not know what to do so what they did first was to seek the face of the lord and set himself to seek the lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all judah so you see they feared but their response to that fear was that they sought the lord's face and they proclaimed a fast hope we got that right and judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the lord even out of all the cities of judah they came to seek the lord so a time of fasting and praying for this kind of thing is a time where we are asking for the help of the lord we're not just doing anything for anything's sake but we are asking for the help of the lord we are seeking the face of the lord to ask help of the lord and let's see how Jehoshaphat prayed and Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, art thou not God in heaven and rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen and in thine hand is there not power and might so that none is able to withstand thee? You see, that he started off with thanksgiving and praise. This is praising God. He has not asked anything of God yet. Art not thou our God who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel and giveth it to the seed of Abraham thy friend forever. So you need to recall the things that the Lord has done for you in the past. You need to recall his power, his visitations that he has had in your life in the past when you are praying this kind of prayer. And they dwell therein and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name saying, If when evil cometh upon us at the sword judgment of pestilence or famine, we stand before this house and in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, and cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou wilt hear and help. So he was invoking the covenant of God. Remember, Jesus said that what things soever you ask of my father, I will give it to you. Ask in my name, he will give it to you. So that was the promise of God he was standing on. Then verses 10 to 13. And now behold the train of Ammon and Moab and Mount Sarah, whom thou wouldest not let you israel invade when they came out of the land of egypt but they turned from them and destroyed them not behold i say how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession which thou hast given us to inherit so god has given you the inheritance of um health he has given you the inheritance of progress he has given you the inheritance of favor he has given you the inheritance of prosperity and what the enemy what satan is coming to do is try to cast you out of that possession and that is why you are standing your ground you are standing your ground in fasting and prayer and 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 joseph had now went on to say oh our god will thou not judge them for we have no might against this great company that cometh against us neither know we what to do but our eyes are upon thee if people gang up against you more powerful more resilient than you in real life this is the kind of prayer to pray you need to come up in uh, come off the i mean come off the noise into a place of prayer and fasting seeking the face of god and seeking the help and the might of god against the company that has come against you and all judah stood before the lord with their little ones their wives and their children and then look at the response of god and upon jeh jehaziel the son of zechariah the son of benai the son of jehiel let's move on came the spirit of the lord in the midst of the congregation and he said hearken ye all judah 
and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou, King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you. Now, many people will now say that, okay, but I have prayed and I did not hear any thus saith the Lord unto you. Remember that these guys did not have the Spirit of God on the inside of them. They had the Spirit of God upon them. You see, it came upon, came the Spirit that upon Jehazel came the Spirit of the Lord. But we do not necessarily need to come, I mean, have the Spirit to come upon like this because we have the spirit of god on the inside oh yes we appreciate it if there is a prophecy that comes forth but we have the spirit of god on the inside 24 hours and the spirit of god will show us will speak to us direct instructions that we need to take during this kind of fast and he gave them directions he says be not afraid nor dismayed by the reason of this great multitude for the battle is not yours but god's tomorrow go ye down against them and behold they come up by the cliff of Ziz, and ye shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Je jeruel you see god told them exactly where those people were supernaturally you shall not need to fight in this battle set yourselves and stand ye still and see the salvation of the lord with you O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshipping the Lord. So you see, it's also a time of worship. You should worship God. He says, stand ye still. The Bible says, uh, be still and know that I am God. And the Bible also says that out of the mouth of babes, as he ordained praise, you know, strength and praise that it might steal the hands of the avenger so when the bible says that we should stand still what the bible is saying that we should praise and worship the lord so that that voice of the avenger that is speaking loudly on the inside of you that you are in trouble you are finished everything will be still in the name of jesus christ and the levites of the train of kohathites and of the train of korites stood up to praise the lord god of israel with a loud voice on high and then let's see the result of what happened. Verses 20 to 25. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophet, so shall ye prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, and that shall praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army to say, Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, you see, they began to sing and they began to praise. As you are singing and as you are praising God in this fast, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mansur, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. So you see, this was a supernatural operation of the Lord. There will be a supernatural operation of the Lord against all your enemies as you stay still in the presence of God, praising him and worshipping him. For the throne of Ammon and, Ammon and, and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mansur, utterly to slay and destroy them. When they had made an end of the inhabitants of Sir, everyone helped to destroy another. And when Judah came toward the watchtower in the wilderness, they looked unto the multitude, and behold, they were dead bodies falling to the earth, and none escaped. All your enemies shall gang up against themselves and help to expose and destroy one another in the name of Jesus Christ. And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance both riches with the dead bodies 
uh, with the dead bodies and precious jewels which they stripped off for themselves more than they could carry away they were three days in the gathering of the spoil it was so much you see this was a very great testimony now these are the learning points the talking points number one news of evil came to them and they feared now news of evil are coming to us on a daily basis uh the dollar is now almost 500 naira now that's a news of evil then they say oh something has just happened uh, ebola has come that's a news of evil and all these news they are credible enough to make us fear as human beings but the bible says they sought the face of the lord so anytime there is a news that makes you fear seek the face of the lord and bible says they fasted and you see they fasted and then they prayed intelligently based on the covenant that they had with god we should pray based on his word and based on the new covenant we have we got in christ jesus and the bible and they waited to hear god without taking any horrid steps many people are taking horrid steps today and yeah, 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 yeah. i'm 34 my parents are hassling me that you can't make, get married and then you now go out there and go and hook up with an adulterer with a fornicator and now mess up your whole life and at the end of the day you are dumped and you are broke you are busted disgusted or possibly even pregnant and aborting a baby don't do all that what you should do you know what what you should do is that um what, what you should do is that come into the presence of God and pray and seek his face and hear instructions. And the Bible says they praised and worshipped God and God supernaturally disposed of their enemies and their threats with minimum force. These are the learning points. God bless you and see you tomorrow for day 29. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sholadio. To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Sholadio and our Soul Ties tweets. You can also visit www.breakingsoulties.com to read up on Soul Ties. To contact Sholadio, please send an email to breakingsoulties at charisministries.org. That is K A R I S ministries.org You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7 F3CD I repeat 52C7 F3CD We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sean Adio. See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord.